This is Nini Mats, the kingdom child, kingdom child, with the mystic of the kingdom of heaven. If we deliberately upon sinning after we have received the knowledge of the truth, no sacrifice for sins is left, but only a fearful expectation of judgment and of raging fire that will consume the enemies of God. Anyone who rejected the law of Moses died without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses. How much more severely do you think someone deserves to be punished who has trampled the Son of God underfoot, who has treated as an unholy thing the blood of the covenant that sanctified them, and who has insulted the Spirit of grace? Okay, guys, so here, you know, while I was, uh, uh, you know, m- mentioning these uh, wrong expectations we have when we come to Christ, you know, I forgot, you know, to mention this one. And this one, guys, is very powerful. And, well, uh, even if I did not m- mention it, if you've been listening to this show, you know by now this one, you know, because we speak a lot against sin, guys. We speak a lot against sin, you know. You know, with me, you know, you will wonder why I speak so much against sin, guys. Ah, guys, people in, in churches are spiritually dead. I don't know if there is any who's still alive. You know, uh, we know that Adam was killed by sin. We, we understand that Adam died spiritually because of sinning, because of not obeying Jesus. So we understand that by now. So even if Jesus does come back and give us the blood, here is 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 telling us plainly that once we know the truth, we he, he will not he will, he will he will never forgive us anymore. You know, so. I remember back in the days when I was still going to church, you know, finding people doing the things that I was rebuked against, you know, told not to do because I won't enter his kingdom. And finding people doing those things. To me, I said, you know, I was like, am I serving a different God? What is going on? It's only now that I understand that maybe, I don't know, guys, maybe I wasn't wrong. Maybe people were not wrong. It's maybe... I think it's because we were both coming from uh, different uh, uh, places. I don't know how to put it because you see, guys, I don't have a church. I don't belong to any church. You know, a church will have a belief that uh, daddy works together with ancestors. When you read the word, it's not so. You know, a church will have a belief that it's okay to pray to Mary, to pray to this thing called Rosary, you know, and erect statues, you know, and mix it with the Bible, yet the Bible doesn't condone that. You know, a church will have a belief that there is no hell and call themselves Jehovah's Witness. You know, you read the word, there is hell. Yeah, oh, guys, a church will have a belief that there is this marriage progression, you know, meaning when you leave this earth, you're going to your wife, you're going to your husband, and when you read the word, Jesus says it ain't going to be so well. Once you pass on, you're not going to your wife or your husband. You'll be like angels in heaven, you know. So... Uh, in churches, they mix their own beliefs together with the Bible, so they pick and choose. So I've never been someone who uh, mixes the, the the Bible with, um, you know, who mixes my 
uh, opinions with the Bible because, you know, I was introduced, you know, to the Bible by the master himself, you know. So he made me understand that I should take only what is written in the word because everything is wrong with me, you know. So I understood that everything is wrong with me. So I take everything that the word says. So it wouldn't be right for me to mix my opinions together with the Bible because I'm not even in their level. They are the gods. Jesus and Daddy, they are God. You know, I am nobody. You know, I am nothing. You know, I take what they say. I can't mix my opinions with the word because I don't think that anything that, that come from me is valuable and it can't be. That's why the word was written to me. It's because there's everything wrong with me and there's everything wrong about me. You understand? So uh, they taught me that I should take only what is written in the word. That's why at the end of every po podcast we say, and remember, the word of God still remains the only source of information about his kingdom. You understand? I was taught like that. My Lord taught me, you know, like that. One day, guys, I will speak about how I got saved. You know, you might not believe it, but one day you will know, you know. So I know that the Bible is authentic because of how I got saved. You know, I didn't go to church and heard of Christ and got saved. It was a whole different story. Then I went to church. Then I became a lover of church. You know, so going to church for me was about finding out what was written in it because I already had proof that the Bible was or is authentic, you understand? So for me, giving up my life, sacrificing my career, giving up the things that I gave up. Ah, oh, guys, I've given up things, you know. I don't regret. I can't regret because I know that the Bible is authentic, you understand? So everything it says is true, you understand? So for me, uh, I actually look at life from a different point of view. Maybe... you you have been listening to me for a very long time now and you've realized that I'm different when it's because of the things that I know, you know, having proof of certain things made me, you know, to rely only on the word, nothing else, no one else. I don't even rely on pastors. They are a disappointment to me. They disappointed me because when I saw them carrying Bibles to me, it was like, wow, wow. You know, so these people also, you know, you know, I actually believed that people got saved the same way I got saved, only to find out later that, no, it, it ain't so. It's only just a remnant who gets saved the way I got saved. You know, one day I'll speak about it, just not now. This show is not about me. It's not about my proofs, but it's about preaching the word of Jesus. You understand? So one of the things that I forgot to mention, you know, Maybe it wasn't wrong not to mention it because I've been speaking a lot against sin, but it also needs guys to be mentioned because it's a myth, you know. People who are saved, particularly people who are saved, they believe that once you are saved, you're saved forever. So you find uh, people, you know, claiming that Jesus will forgive. He will forgive me. He will forgive me. You know, for days now. No condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus and they stop there. They don't continue because that scripture actually continues. It says, for there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus who live by the Spirit. 
You understand? Not by the flesh. You know, so living by the flesh, you will continue in sin, obviously, because our flesh is dead. Nothing happened to it. You understand? So if you live by the spirit, you do his will. You live by his will. And his will is written in his word. You understand? So guys, it's things like that. So one thing I forgot to mention was that because that one is a myth, if you think that once saved, you saved forever and it's okay for you to continue loving money after you gotten saved. If you think that you saved forever, you think that it's okay for you to continue loving the things of the world and call them blessings. There's something wrong with you. If you think that it's okay for you to get saved and continue having sex with your boyfriend and your girlfriend and you go to church on Sunday, there's something wrong with you. With you and your pastor. You see, guys, this generation, I hate this generation with its pastors. I don't, I, don't, I don't hate people, but I hate this generation. But believe me when I tell you, I don't like this generation's pastors. I don't. These pastors have deceived everything they come across and killed spiritually everything they come across because of their message. The message that is so nice, so nice to hear, but it's not it. You understand? Paul did say that in the last days they will be preaching what their aging ears want to hear. And that's exactly what we are hearing. Exactly what you are hearing. You understand? So, it's a problematic generation because it's a generation that doesn't know the word of God. Yet, we have it in our Bibles. I mean, guys, we have it in our computers. We have it in our phones. We have it in our tablets. Guys, we can even uh, stream it on our TVs. You know, big screens. Still, we, we don't understand it. Still, it's hidden in plain sight. You understand? It's a generation that doesn't know the word of God. Doesn't. You know, because it's a generation that has been taught about money. It's a generation that has been taught about uh, the things of the world. Bees running after fleshy things. Upmarket this, fleshy this. You know, so it's a nonsensical generation, this one. Nonsensical generation, you know, if I make it to my Lord's kingdom, and guys, I'm trying. And Paul asked me, which generation you came from? Operation nonsense. I call it generation operation nonsense. And it's operation nonsense because of its pastors. Ah, guys. You know, so one thing they also, you know, uh, may, made us believe is that once you are saved, you save forever. You know, they believe in confession. Confess. Have you confessed? Have you confessed? Confess my foot. I believe in confession because John speaks about it. It is John or James, you know. So we confess, but Jesus only forgives sins committed in ignorance even guys in the time of old daddy will forgive those people and high priest will enter that most holy place and offer sacrifices first for the people uh, who committed sins in ignorance then for themselves not on purpose how much more guys with the blood of jesus guys how much more with the blood of jesus you understand because jesus guys remember it's his blood it's not my blood my blood won't do you any good. It's so wrong. It's not even funny. It's so bad. It's so evil. It's not even funny. Your blood won't do me anything good. So wrong, so evil. It's not going to help me one way or the other. You understand? So it's Jesus' blood. So he's saying that once you know the truth, he won't forgive. I don't understand how can pastors reach the word, read the word, and come back with a message that once you are saved, you save forever. Where did they get that? Where? You can't be reading the Bible that I'm reading. That is from Genesis to Malachi and then from Matthew to Revelation and come back with a message that once you are saved, you are saved forever. Where did you get that? No, I want to find out where did you hear that? Nowhere. 
No way. Guys, I, I haven't found it. Where did pastors hear that? Where did pastors hear that? That once you are saved, you are saved forever. He says once you know, guys, if you know that having sex with your boyfriend or your girlfriend outside of marriage is wrong and you continue, you won't be forgiven. Jesus won't forgive you. He is the high priest now. Back in the days, high priest came from the line of Leviticus, the line of Moses. Jesus did not come from that line. He came from the line of, 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 of kings. That's why kings were threatened when he was born. You understand? Jesus was never going to be a high priest if he was here on earth. And he did not. He wasn't. He, that's why he told Mary, Mary, don't touch me. After the cross said, Mary, don't touch me. I need to go to my father. Why? He needed to present his blood because it is his blood. It's not the blood of bulls and goats and, and whatever. No, it's the blood of Jesus. It's his. Guys, it is his blood. So if he says he's not going to forgive you once you know the truth, he's not going to. He says children do not sin, but if you do sin, there is blood. And then he says once you know the truth, once you know the truth and you continue in sin, I'm not going to forgive. You know, because you see, guys, a child is one who doesn't understand, according to Jesus. It's not age. If you are 40 and you recently got in saved, then you are a child, according to because you don't know. So you will be doing wrong things. Jesus will forgive you. But I can't do those things that you are doing because he won't forgive me because I know a lot. He can't. Guys, I've been taught by the master himself. He can't. He can't. I don't know where this pastor's generation took this message from that once you are saved, you are saved forever. Where they got it from. You go to church, you find people who are running after the things of the world. They call them blessings. Yet these people are going to church and I'm like, what are you learning in churches? What the heck are you learning in churches? You find these people having sex outside marriage. They are not, guys, they are not married yet. They are busy having sex with their boyfriend and they are going to church. They are worshipping. Who? Who are you worshipping? You are busy having sex with your boyfriend or your girlfriend and you are worshipping who? Who? You are joking, right? You are joking, right? Who? Bubu the fool? Is Jesus Bubu the fool? Ah, guys. These people, guys, they are running after riches, earthly blessings. I mean, guys, uh, prosperity. And I'm like, you're going to church. What are you learning there? Guys, what's the point of going to church if you're learning absolute rubbish from, from the pit of hell? Ah, guys. Ah, guys. You know what I mean? So they taught us that once you are saved, you are saved forever. So we get saved and we continue in sin. You find these young people whose blood is still running hot, having one night stand. And on Sunday, they're going to church to cancel. Cancel what? Is Jesus Bubu the fool? Is Jesus Bubu the fool? Once you know, you're not forgiven. So people who go to church are no longer forgiven because they forgot to read this one. It says once you know that, that guys, once you know the truth and you continue in sin, you're no longer forgiving. Guys, it's Jesus' blood. You need to know that it's not your blood. It's not my blood. It's not your child's blood. It's not your parents' blood. It's Jesus' blood. And if he says this, you know it is not. Daddy loves Jesus as much as he loves me, as much as he loves you. So it is, guys, Jesus never sinned. I have had a chance. You have had a chance. Jesus didn't. The beloved, the most beloved, it's his blood. You need to know that. So this meat, take it out. You will go to hell. Until next. And remember, the word of God still remains the only source of knowledge about the kingdom of heaven. Please, correct every belief with the word of God, correct me, correct every pastor with the word of God so that you won't be misled. If a belief of a church is not in line with the New Testament, get out of that church.
As we have said, the Old Testament will contradict the New Testament because the Old Testament people were sealed with the blood of animals and its people were spiritually dead, but the New Testament is sealed with the blood of Jesus and its people are spiritually alive. Therefore, you will find contradictions in both these testaments. Always take the New Testament if you are the child of God because in these last days God speaks only through his Son, Jesus. I do not want anyone's blood requested from me, that is why we stick with the truth of his word. These podcasts are found on all podcasts players, including Spotify, Deezer, Audiomark, Samsung, Pandora, YouTube, and many more where you get your podcasts.